0: And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath, Sister Noreen. God, happy Sabbath. Me. Go ahead. Okay. Let us take the name of Jesus with us. Take the name of Jesus with you, child of sorrow and of war. It will joy and comfort give you. Take it where are you go. Precious name, oh, how sweet. Hope and joy of heaven, precious name. Oh, how sweet! Hope of us and joy of heaven. Oh, the precious name of Jesus. How it fills our souls with joy when his loving arms receive us and his songs are tongues employ. precious name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven precious name Oh, sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven. heaven, at the name of Jesus bowing, falling, prostrate at His feet. King of kings in heaven will crown Him when our journey is complete bless name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven bless name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy Precious name, oh, how sweet, oh of and joy of heaven, amen. Amen, amen. Beautiful, Sister Isabella, beautiful. Thank you for sharing uh, your worship with us and uh that uh praise uh, that you've
2: just lifted up to the lord praise god my sister and happy sabbath to you and
1: your family and we will segue this program now to the speaker of the hour uh the man of god brother patrick baker happy sabbath brother patrick
3: praise god happy sabbath to maureen praise the lord happy sabbath to everyone Just want to share a short testimony before we introduce the word. The word tonight is coming from Sister Anita from um, St. Lucia. Okay, so um, this week was the busiest week for me uh, with getting calls, especially today. Today I was bombarded with calls for help. And... There was one friend I know in New York and she has been calling me over and over. We went to the same high school in Jamaica together and she's not a seven-day Adventist and she has been listening and cleansing our home and she called me so many times and I promised her yesterday, I said, I will call you 12 o'clock today. But 12 o'clock today, there was other calls while I work, while I do anything, drive, I'm praying. So it's today I had probably the most call for help in all the years. So when I was driving trying to get home in the night almost in the Sabbath here I decided I'm going to call my friend in New York because it's a dire situation they can't sleep I want to do a video call to see what they have in their house that is stopping it. So I said, I'm going to call her video call. So her name starts with an A. And I press, I look at my phone and just press the name and do a video call. And then I'm shocked because I call a young lady in the UK who tried to call me like several times. And when I got her, she's like, Praise the Lord you call me. And I'm saying, Lord, have mercy. And I had to encourage her and pray with her. And while I'm praying with her, I'm looking at her. She's not more than about 20. And I look at her and manifestation starting. And I'm I'm driving, I'm glancing on it, and I'm praying for her driving. Because I pray while I'm I'm driving, I'm working, I'm praying 24 seven for different individuals. And I started praying pray for her and there's a time when the enemy just comes in and takes her over and she just looks different. And I'm like, Lord, I end up spending an hour on the phone with her and did not get to make the call. So I said, wow, God, so I came close to my house now, and I said, wow, um, I live on the phone. But I didn't call the sister in New York who was waiting all day from a few days. They're waiting just for one call. It's really tough, burden. So now I decided to call her. I called and I told her what happened. And she's praising God because she said probably that person really needed help. Wish we have to go continue that deliverance the next time. So anyway, she told me they can't sleep. And I said, let's do the video. Turn the light on because it's now dark. So they turned the light on in the room. The first thing I saw, her house was decked with, with um, Pokemon. And I said, we don't have to go further. That's your problem right there. Pokemon is connected to the enemy. If your children play with Pokemon, and you have all the blankets and Pokemon, and you're, you're sleeping on that, and you're getting all these attacks at night, what do you think causing it? So I just wanted to share that to say, man, we, this is high time. And as God's people, we really need to come higher and examine what we have in our home. You know, she's not an Adventist, and she's willing. So she started to clear it out right away and said, Listen, I'm packing up Pokemon cards. They have Pokemon everything in the home. And like many other parents, don't even know. So, you know, I'm just sharing tonight that we need the Lord. And just keep praying for us. If you don't hear I call you, it's just too many calls. I cannot get back to everybody. I have like eight or nine serious calls today along with many others. is just too many calls. So keep praying for us as we pray for you. And we are going to be blessed tonight, just cutting it short, by Sister Anita. The Lord has used her with some deep sermons. So tonight, fasten your seatbelts, and let's wait upon the Lord. Let's pray right now before she comes. Father in heaven, we are so grateful and thankful, Lord, that the Sabbath is here, Lord. Father, if it hadn't been for the Sabbath, we would have been working ourselves to death. Praise God, you are such a God of wisdom and knowledge that you ordained this to happen so we can rest on your Sabbath. Thank you, O God. Lord, as we prepare for the word, may you anoint your woman servant, sister Anita. May you touch her with a live pole from off the altar. And may the word come to the hearts of your people. And may it remove, may it root up and pull down and throw down and replenish and replant. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that your name will be exalted and every heart that is struggling will be rejoicing after this word. So Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do. And we give you the worship and the praise as you bless Sister Anita. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Hallelujah. Sister Anita, happy Sabbath. May the good Lord bless you now happy as you. go forth with the word. Thank you so much. God bless, happy sister. Sabbath. God bless. Go forth with happy the word. In Sabbath. Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Yeah. Good night, good night, good night, BGC family. And I just joined with Brother Patrick and all those before in giving thanks and praise to our great and mighty God. Um, I think a lot of persons who are from the Caribbean may have heard of the developments with our sister island, um, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So as I think the last um, volcanic eruption was 42 years ago and um that was 1979 and um we have history in the making right now where it erupted 42 years later we have the Soufriere um volcano erupting in St. Vincent 20,000 people i was told have evacuated um, from the red zone area and um A number of the islands have reached out and they're um, creating shelters to take in persons who have been displaced from their homes and whatnot. Um, We've reached out to some friends over there, um, the Adventist friends of ours, and I thank God I got some responses this evening. Um, They're saying the ash is so much um, um, heavier now and it has increased so terribly that persons in the green zone have been affected. Um, even by the ash. In St. Lucia, this morning, we can't tell the difference between the sky and the sea. There's so much, um, it's so hazy, and um, everywhere is so gray. So we're kind of um, feeling that effect right now in St. Lucia. But beloved, um, it's just, all of these things are reminding us that the time is drawing near. I cannot emphasize enough that along with what Brother Patrick has shared, the time is coming to a close and we all need to rise higher. We need to cast away the things of this world, cast away the cares of this world and and start making placing our focus on Jesus and making our ultimate goal heaven. And um I praise God um from our national emergency management organization that's Nemo in St. Lucia I understood that um We're ready to accept about 380 individuals from St. Vincent um, who will be coming into the south of our island, um, and they will be in shelters. Various um, secondary schools or high schools are being prepared to receive them. So let's remember our brothers and sisters over there in St. Vincent, and just before I go into the word, let's just say a a prayer, it's never too much to pray. Mighty great God of heaven and earth, God of the universe, we praise, we worship, we magnify your name tonight. You are worthy of all praise. Our, Our tongues cannot confess enough. Our lips cannot praise you enough, Lord, because you are so awesome, so great. Lord, at this time, we just lift up the Brothers and sisters of St. Vincent, those who are, have lost their homes and their, their, their safety and their security, Lord. Persons who have probably, um, you know, gotten anxiety over this situation. Uh, family members from around the world who are concerned of, about their loved ones. Lord God of heaven, we know that in every negative situation, you are there to reach out to your children to save, to rescue, and to snatch from the hands of Satan, from the kingdom of darkness. So, Father, we pray for your people. We pray for all the, the the hearers online, everyone listening right now. Lord Jesus, as I decrease, may you increase. And may you paint a picture of your glory, of your goodness, of your might and of your power, that we all may be transformed tonight, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Horatio Spafford was a very successful lawyer and businessman. He lived in Chicago with his family, five children, one boy, four girls, and his lovely wife. Well, as any Christian family, they knew what it was to serve the Lord. They knew what it was to love him. They knew what it was to... to to trust in him. But life was not always smooth sailing for Horatio. There occurred at some point in his life, this grand, great Chicago fire, and he lost his home. And at that moment, being dejected and despondent, having an entire family, or I should even backtrack and, and say that before that fire, he lost his only son, to pneumonia. And thinking that was pain enough, the fire consumed their home and they lost everything. He decided to take his family away to England. And so, having to deal with some matters in Chicago still, he sent his wife and his four daughters by ship to England. But on their way, there was a tragic shipwreck. His four daughters drowned, and only his wife survived. Had it not been for a sailor on a little boat who saw a woman floating on some logs, she too would have been dead. He rescued her, and she was able to get to England and send him a a telegram which said, Saved alone, what shall I do now? And so when he got the news that he had lost all his children, in this time of tragedy and and time of, 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 of bereavement and grief and despair, he set sail to go meet his wife so that he can be by her side during this time. As he sailed to England, the sea captain called to him right around the time their vessel, got to the place where his daughters had drowned. And the captain said to him, Horatio, I just wanted to let you know that this very spot is where your daughters perished. In this time of tragedy and a time when he could have questioned God, when he could have turned his back on God, he wrote the words of this famous hymn, When peace, like a river, Attendeth my way when sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Joseph Scriven was a brilliant young man, engaged to a beautiful Christian young lady. The night before their wedding, with all excitement, you can imagine the thrill. Of finally tying the knot, the news came to him. She was pulled from a pond where she had drowned. The grief was more than he could bear, so he moved to Canada to start his life over. Years later, there he met Eliza Rice and opened his heart to love again. As plans were made to be married, the unthinkable happened. Eliza became sick. And shortly after, she died from her illness. Joseph was only 25 at the time. From this heartache and from his faith in God, a mission was born. He took a vow of poverty and began to help the poor and the handicapped. After 10 years of of helping others, sorrow and pain struck again. Now his mom, who lived in Dublin, fell ill, so very ill that she was close to death. Living in Canada and being far away from her, having no funds to help her, no funds to even go over to visit her, he penned these words to her as a source of comfort, a source of hope and encouragement. Words I'm sure we all are so familiar with, words that have uplifted generations. And the words that he penned were, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Fanny Crosby, a blind songwriter who's written over 900 hymns, found herself pregnant after many years of praying for such a blessing. Her husband and herself were filled with unspeakable joy. And one evening, sad news broke her spirit as her doctor announced that she had lost her baby. Filled with despair, Grief and sorrow, with tear-stained eyes and shaky hands, she wrote all the way, my saviour leads me. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercies? Who, through life, has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell for I know. Whatever befalls me, Jesus doeth all things well. Friends of mine, don't think for a moment that just because you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, that troublesome times won't come. Don't think that you are exempted from difficult dilemmas and messed up moments. Just because you're moving. And operating in God's will doesn't mean that the enemy will not send trouble your way. For even Job declared, man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. Job 14 verse 1. From the moment you and I surrendered our lives to Christ, Satan marked us as a target. He marked you. He marked me, friends. His plan is to steal, to kill, and to destroy everything that you and I are in Christ Jesus. Therefore, he sets in motion the entire kingdom of darkness to destroy our eternal souls. Oh, but dear friends, tonight I say to you, isn't it good to know that when trouble comes tormenting us, when all hell breaks loose, when pain and sorrow weighs down our hearts. Isn't it good to know, beloved, when the enemy comes in like a flood, when the enemy comes in against you, you don't need to fight your battles alone. For brothers and sisters, I declare, God's got your back. In the life of the Christian, there will be times of trouble. If we look down through the ages, And we examine the lives of every prophet, every disciple, every apostle, every child of God had storms that they faced. They all found themselves in trying circumstances. We too are not exempted. When tragedy strikes, beloved, and it will, there are three things we need to always remember. The first is that tragedy comes from Satan. This evening, we're going to liken the enemy to a flood. You see, when a flood comes, no matter how many sandbags you put up or how big a dam you build, water has a way of getting over, through, or under it. And when the water can't seem to make its way past the sandbags or the walls of the dam, it has a way of engulfing anything in its path. It has a way of overtaking and overwhelming everything within its reach. Such is the case with spiritual battles or tragedies in our life. I have come, friends, to the startling and stunning revelation that no matter how many sandbags you put up or how big your dam is, the enemy has a way of getting over, under, and around He has a way of engulfing, penetrating right through the fabric of our lives, wreaking havoc. Oh, but tonight, I declare that we know how the story ends before the end begins. The Lamb wins. Jesus has never failed a battle. He has never lost a war. Beloved, we can rejoice, for there is hope, because Isaiah, which this um word tonight is based on Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19 tells us, When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. Oh, friends, therefore we can't get wrapped up in what the enemy is doing. Just know this, beloved, that God's got your back tonight. For he has sanctioned, he has approved He has authorized and allowed his spirit to come to rescue us and lift up a standard against the enemy. Oh, friends, I am rejoicing in the realization, in the fact and the truth that the Comforter, my Lord promised that he would send the Holy Spirit of God, steps in just at the right moment and bears us up when we were at our weakest. So every time the enemy comes your way, in an effort to overthrow you, the Lord, by way of his spirit, jumps up and says, I've got your back. Matthew 3:11 says, I baptize you with water unto repentance, John speaking. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Beloved, that was prophesied many thousand years ago, and today it still applies. We need to pray for the Holy Spirit. We need to pray, not just to empower us, but also to fight for us, to give us power over the kingdom of darkness to deliver us from the forces of evil. Beloved, we need to pray for above all else in these last days, we need to pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit of God. The second thing we need to remember, friends, is that tragedy reveals the power and the might of our God. If we never had problems, we would never know all the mighty things that God can do. Tonight, I heard testimonies. I heard persons lifting up the name of Jesus and and, and proclaiming the works, the mighty works, the powerful miracles he wrought in in your lives. Had you not have a financial situation that you needed a breakthrough for, had you not needed healing, had you not needed some sort of deliverance, you would not experience the power That our God possesses, you would not know how powerful he is, how capable he is, how able he is. It is in the midst of despair that God's power is manifested to his children. It doesn't matter how many storms surround you. Our God is able. Friends, tonight I'm saying this again. Our God is able to handle them all. Psalm 91 verse 1 reminds us, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Beloved, when you have the indwelling hold, the the, the Spirit of the Lord in, in you, dwelling in you, And you possess his spirit. When you are sealed by his spirit, when you are covered and anointed by his spirit, you are ushered in the secret place of the Most High. When you pray, you pray with power. When you move, you move with power. When you speak, you speak with power. The anointing of the Holy Spirit brings action. And with that action comes miracles, comes the moving of God's hand in our lives in our circumstances, you have an assurance, a guarantee, a certainty when you're in the secret place of the Most High that no matter what comes your way, God's got your back. Hallelujah. If you were to pull out that stone from Goliath's head, you would conclude that it was no extraordinary stone. If you were to pull up David from his grave and examine his hands or his, his, his his fingers you would agree with me that there was nothing uh, there was nothing extraordinary he had quite ordinary hands the slingshot that he used was just a toy but yet beloved when david stepped out in faith dwelling in the secret place of the most high with complete trust and reliance on his god the anointing of the holy spirit fell upon him And Goliath was defeated. This is the result of what we can accomplish when we exercise faith in God and plead and pray for the outpouring of his spirit upon us. You see, when God gets behind something, now I'm going somewhere tonight. When God intervenes, friends, on your behalf, when God steps into your situation and takes over, something mighty happens something extraordinary occurs that's what the enemy knows he is aware of the power that lies within the grasp of the children of God who are locked into their God who are just centered and anchored in their God when God gets behind you mighty things happen demons tremble beloved strongholds are broken you can say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and you say it with faith believing in god's words it will be done the bible says that he is the same yesterday today and forever he is the alpha and omega the beginning and the end the question is tonight is there anything too hard for god This evening I declare with conviction that there is absolutely nothing too hard for God. In our Christian walk, there will be times when we're on the mountain. These are the times when all is beautiful and bright. We are happy. Things are going smoothly or according to plan. Times when trouble is on the outside and not affecting us. But there are other times when we find ourselves in the valley. Oh, but the psalmist reminds us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. God's got your back. Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I will fear no evil. The God of the mountain is still God of the valley. He is the God of the day. He is God of the night. What are you afraid of tonight, beloved? Are you afraid of stepping out and taking God at his word and trusting in his promises? Are you afraid that he is not who he says he is? Are you afraid of the enemy and not Seeing and opening your eyes to the reality of the great and mighty and powerful, the I am that I am, the El Shaddai, the great God of the universe. No one called him into existence. No one knows his beginning. No one knows his end. No one can, can explain him. No one can measure him. Who can define our God? No one can. He is, he was, and he is to come. Beloved, what are you afraid of tonight? What are you afraid of tonight? Why is there doubt? Why is there fear? Why is there worry? Why is there anxiety? Tonight I declare no matter where you are, God is able to rescue you. No matter what you need, God is able to provide. No matter how great your sin is, God is able to forgive and cleanse and wash you with his blood. No matter how tormented or afflicted you are, God is able, friends, to deliver. Hallelujah. In Joshua chapter 10, God came through for the children of Israel when they fought the Amorites. You see, when Joshua realized that they needed more time to defeat the Amorites, He knew just who to turn to.
1: He called
2: on the great I Am, Jehovah Nisi, our God of victory. Yes, friends, right after that prayer, Joshua commanded the sun and the moon to stand still. Immediately, the sun and the moon obeyed. Now you may ask, how is this even possible? Great things happen to the children or for the children of God in times of trouble. The sun and the moon's obedience was God's way of saying to Joshua, Son, don't you worry. I'm still in the miracle working business. I spoke and these forces of nature came into existence. I have total control. Leave it to me. I've got your back. When the children of Israel were standing before the Red Sea, With mountains all around them, Pharaoh's army coming, pursuing behind. Moses knew who to turn to. He called on the Lord, and then with faith and trust in his everlasting, the everlasting arms of his father, he shouted, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Oh, friends, if you can picture this sight with me. With just one breath from his nostrils, God parted the Red Sea and land appeared. That was God's way of telling Moses, son, don't you worry. I've got your back. When life presents you with ever-changing variables, we've got to realize that we serve a God who is stationary in his goodness, in his mercy. In his power, he is the unmoved mover. Praise the Lord. And the final point I want us to remember is that tragedy transforms us. James chapter 1 verses 2 and 3 says, My brethren, count it all joy. What a hard statement. Count it all joy when he fall into diverse temptations, Knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. Count it all joy when you go through trials. Count it all joy when you're afflicted. Count it all joy when you're persecuted for righteousness' sake. Count it all joy when you're depressed and frustrated and you're hanging by a thread. God's ultimate desire for us is that we are restored to his image and likeness. He wants to mold us into royal sons and daughters fit for his kingdom. He takes us as vile sinners and transforms us into regal saints. Jesus understands too well the battle that rages for our souls. Think about it. In Luke 22 verses 31 and 32, he said to Peter, Simon, Simon. Behold, Satan have desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Oh, but the story didn't end there. You see, though Jesus was showing Peter what the battle was, how serious it was, he did not leave him without hope. He said, but I, oh yes, beloved, when Jesus has prayed for you. Sometimes we look for someone to pray for us. We're calling, and I listened to Brother Patrick tonight. I don't know who's listening to me right now, and you're trying to get Brother Patrick. You need a prayer from him. You need to 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 hear a, a prayer from the prayer warriors from BTC, but you can't get through. I am saying to you tonight that Jesus Christ of Nazareth has already prayed for you. He has already prayed for your breakthrough. He has already prayed for your deliverance. Jesus declared to Peter, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. This is our mission today, beloved. We are to allow the power and the spirit of the Lord to transform us. That we can step out in faith and join the kingdom of heaven to reclaim what the enemy has stolen. To reclaim what the enemy has destroyed, to claim to reclaim what the enemy is 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 wreaking havoc with, we know how the story ends before the end begins. the lamb wins, Jesus Christ of Nazareth wins, he is victor, he has triumphed over the enemy, and he has made a spectacle out of them. And because of this fact, we cannot live hopeless and defeated lives. Rather, we need to stand like the brave with our faith to the full. Let us feed on the word of God. Let us drink from the fountain of living water. Let us walk by faith and not by sight. Let us claim every God-breathed promise and in so doing leave a holy influence around us that will transform our world forever. Remember, dear friends, when the fire gets seven times hotter, remember God's got your back. When the flood waters begin to rise, God's got your back when the storms become boisterous. God's got your back when the winds turn into tornadoes. Oh the Almighty God, He has your back. When friends and family forsake you, God's got your back. When you're down in the valley of the shadow of death, God's got your back. When your finances are running low and it looks like you are doomed and you don't know where to go, remember, god got your back. Our God is faithful. He is holy. He is omnipotent and all-loving. Tonight, he can be whatever you need him to be. In closing, I declare, with authority and on the word of God and also through my personal experiences, no matter what the enemy brings your way, let him reign terror, let him bring down hell, let him do whatever he chooses to do, But be anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand with God. Stand in God. Stand by God and know that God's got your back. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And when he says never, he means never. So tonight, friends, I offer you afresh Jesus Christ of Nazareth the only true God, the only God of the universe, the one who says what he means and means what he says. And if he said it, I believe it, and that settles it. May you be encouraged tonight. May you find your victory in Christ Jesus tonight. May it start tonight. May that transformation start tonight. And I give you Jesus, because when you have Jesus, you have everything. May God bless you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Bunda Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at bunttochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at bunttochrist 70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you